0: Yeah, yeah. Pro fan sports podcast. Let's get it. Pro fan. Tune into the program. Every single week, get the dope, fam. Sean on the mic, very flat too. Keep you updated. That's what we do. Pro fan. Tune into the program. Pro fan. Tune into the program. Pro fan. Tune into the program. Every single week, get the dope, fam. Yo, yo, yo. What it do, everybody? It's your boy, John Altidore, Pro Fan Sports Podcast. Back at you with another one. My boy is Vlad Berry. And today, you know, we had to bring in a Patriots super fan, a sports media host. You know, you can hear him on WI. You'll see him on TV. You'll see him on everything, man. This guy's hustling, you know, as well as making a lot of videos on Instagram. You know, Fitzy GFY. Fitzy, how you doing, man? Mm.
1: Are you kidding me? John, Vlad, Barry, Pats Nation, There's nothing like being a Patriots fan. Okay. On the other side of two and four, when they were trying to show us the 2022 door, six in a row, which begins always as any good thing in life does by kicking the shit out of the jets for a while, you you find these Patriots, uh, you know, I sh- maybe I should have said kicking the crap. Sorry for the kids that are listening uh, out there. E- earmuffs, oh, kids. Oh, earmuffs, oh, man, you're earmuffs. Good. earmuffs. All right, all right, you're sorry about that, you, sorry. Man. Yeah, see, that's the you're thing.
2: <laughs> See you,
1: see, you just, you get a little ahead of yourself because you buy some fancy sunglasses because you see the Patriots dog wearing them on Instagram, and next thing you know, you're out over your skis. Look, th- <laughs> I, I'm right now, you cannot literally find another person. Mind you, we're two hours from kickoff. You literally cannot find anyone in a better mood on planet Earth right now. It is, it is the end of fall, pre-winter, the holiday season. The Pats have won six games in a row. Uh, we wanted them to be relevant. They were re- we wanted them to be in the playoff <laughs> hunt. They're in the playoff hunt with a win tonight in Buffalo. The Patriots are the top seed. Troll their own fate and destiny in the conflict And everyone told us that we were not allowed to win football games anymore or be in the conversation. <laughs> and guess what? Mm-hmm. They are. Because people forgot about one thing. Bill fuck, check, let's go. Baby! Yes, sir. Fucking yes, sir. Talk go. Talk I'm so psyched. Shit, I'm so you? psyched. I mean, talk really, just shit. could you ask for, like, literally, I don't know, like, I don't know what, like, grown adults or people like our age that are pretending to be adults would ask Tommy. But, like, you know, I, 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 buy presents for kids and beers in store for mom and dad and i you can't i can't ask for anything else right now i literally can't like they're back in the conversation other teams you know like let's just leave and look like denver they were on tv last night they're still searching for a quarterback they've had one and a half over the past 20 some odd years since john elway helicopter's waited to two super bowls on the heels of trail uh the cleveland <laughs> yeah. had like we the, the week, yeah he was well he counted as a half basically he and jake Plummer, okay. uh jake the snake <laughs> combined <laughs> count for like one and a half oh, quarterbacks. Boy, neither (laughs) of them was that great when they were there but they were still successful enough and then you got you know buffalo they only finally got josh allen but they had to go through the 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 jp lossman's and the trent edwards and the nate peterman's and the ej manuals only to land on big strong country josh with the laser rocket arm who can throw it over those mountains like uncle rico it took them two and a half decades post kelly cleveland with the weeping wall of quarterbacks the the tim couches and the case Keen, you know and and all these other like terrible quarterbacks and now baker mayfield or faker Mayfield may not even still be the answer. <laughs> I like and guys, that. the Patriots went a season. They went a whole season without a quarterback. Yep. And Cam Newton tried to ball out and did everything he could for us. And I will respect that man as long as his hair is now probably halfway down to his ass. I I, I do. I, I have a, I have a place deep, near deep in my heart for Cam Newton and everything he tried to do last year. Being the guy who replaced the goat. Probably the most unenviable position in all the sport. Yep. And now they got Mac Jones. They got a real team again. And Bill Belichick was given the keys to the caddy and a big old checkbook in the offseason. He rebuilt the team and his image. What a fun season. Isn't it, it? Are you guys having as much fun watching and rooting for these Patriots as they man. are playing the game right now? Because this is a blast. I'm yes, I'm sir. so
0: glad, man. We're, we're, like it's everybody's been shitting themselves, you know, just to just to put us where we're at. You right. know what I'm saying? Look look, look at what look at what the Ravens did last night. And I'm like, what the fuck going on right you now? So, like right, like, right. Yeah,
1: the Ravens they Ravens had a chance to uh, they they got ahead of themselves the, the cockiness if you will yeah. of a John Harbaugh mm-hmm. and obviously big Ben and Mike Tomlin knew enough not to say to him like well then maybe he should look at the rule book which got Tom Brady in a whole deflated amount of trouble seven years ago after one of the greatest <laughs> playoff games in history so they they get they go for the win you know I appreciate the bravado and the uh aggression but yeah. at the same time like that takes balls. It takes big old balls. I mean, chances are they'll win that game in overtime. They're the better team. And then today you find out they lose Marlon Humphrey for the season after they lost oh, Marcus Peters in the preseason. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Buffalo doesn't have Tradavius oh, yeah. White. I mean, like, teams are losing players, losing games, and things are falling in place. And so, like, boys, when I say, like, you know, I, I think you guys are getting them. I feel, I feel a lot of people have been getting them. Those 2001 vibes, just the sprinkling of things, just sort of, like, aligning the stars, the the cosmic feels like the the gridiron gods are like shining on us again like it feels like one of those kind of magic rides. Now, of course, this could all come crashing to a halt when, if the Buffalo Bills just dump truck the pass tonight in the 60-mile-an-hour gusts of Buffalo, then we'll be like, well, all right, reality check. Right. We're, st- we're on our way. We're not there yet again.
0: But, I mean, if we're, if we're comparing 2001, right, tonight's perfect, because the weather over there, I just saw you posted on, on Twitter what's going on over there with, you no know, the wind, like, looks like the goalposts are going crazy over there. So, I mean, we, we should win tonight, right? You know, if we're, if we're anything like 2001. The Lord.
1: I mean, yeah, I, it, if you if you run your jumbo package tonight, and look, the Bills have a much better run defense. That's that's the knock on them is that, you know, they lost a couple of head scratchers, and the Pats really don't have a head scratcher on the on the Bills so far this season. Like, yeah, yeah, they played like, you know, they played like, you know, refried shit against the Saints, but, uh, you know, they're going to, you know, these things happen. John who bumps that Spikes one to start the second half. You have a pick six to open the second half. That's not the way it should go. But the Pats really haven't played that badly. They've been in all these games. The only one that really... Billy still, kind of like you know, gives me the red eye is the, the Harris putting the ball on the ground in week one against Miami. Right. You know, that's, oh, yeah, that's still oh, one yeah. of those ones. Where it's like, ah, oh, that was in your hand, and that could end up biting them in the tip at the end of the season. We'll see how it goes and what they're oh. playing for when they get to Miami January 9th. Uh, you know, provided, you know, Omicron allows us to get to January 9th. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. exactly. I don't know. Truck, Listen, truck, I'm, truck. I, you know, Megatron. We'll see if Galvatron, Starscream, the Autobots, Decepticons, <laughs> if anyone allows us to make it to January 9th. But, um, yeah, Pats, like, they always were better than their record indicate, And that's the, like, I got frustrated with them just like a lot of other people did when they were two and four. But you knew in your heart of hearts, like, this team is better than than the record indicates right now. Like, this team can hang in there. Like, they went toe-to-toe with Tom Brady. They slowed him down enough. They dragged – they got Tom Brady off of the pedestal of wanting to, like, kick the crap out of the Pats and, and show up Bill Belichick on national TV. They dragged him back into their kind of game, and they were, like, two inches away from a big kick, Nick, 56 yards. Victory. Dallas, yep. Yep. they're third, they're not giving up 24 yards on third and 25 away from winning that game after max pick to digs and then that incredible 75 yard bomb to Bourne. Side note, whoo and and on everyone's like short list of favorite Patriots acquisitions and free agent uh free agent players, like is Bourne not rocketing into like the top 10, top five with a like
0: oh I love him, like a oh, yeah. seeker. This I guy's love him, the man. best, man. His personality, too. His personality is A1, man. I mean, I I see him on social media and, you know, always smiling. And now he's giving it to Bill Belichick, talking about, you know, everything he's learning while he's been here. He's like, you know, a true patriot overnight.
1: Yeah, did you guys see that? But you guys are all probably saw the same video I did, right, where uh, he's like high-fiving and like doing the hand slapping with Belichick. and In the locker room. Yeah, in the locker room after after the Titans win. And he's trying to make it a thing. And Belichick's like, I'm just awkward and just like – like, <laughs> slapping around moving his arms like I don't, I don't i don't i don't do affection i this is very weird for me but then he calls him his guy kb and i think he gave him the game ball yeah. or yeah, like, yeah. Like, the fact the that
3: ball,
2: yeah.
1: kendrick Bourne has cracked the belichick code do you guys understand like alan Turing cracking the enigma code of the german u-boats in 1942 to help end world war ii was not as impressive as kendrick born cracking the belichick code and making that man <laughs> smile on a regular basis like this is significant this guy can work wonders and i remember when the pats signed him uh jalen mills kendrick bourne they were both like oh man we got new players who who that uh, yep. <laughs> but then I looked into it, like okay, Jalen Mills. You know, I think he's better than he's looked at times this season. He's kind of had to play out of position because they've had they've lacked some depth at, at slotting on the outside of cornerback. Uh, yeah. But he's like he'll play linebacker, he'll be like cheat in the box safety, he'll do a little bit of everything. No wonder why Belichick would want like tough as nails, football appreciative, uh, Swiss Army type of player. And Bourne, mm-hmm. I had no idea like is not exactly gonna, he's not putting up Welker numbers and he's not a deep threat like Randy Moss. But what he does do is make plays and he's incredible in the red zone, like the highest conversion rate in terms of like catches that turn to either first downs or touchdowns. Um, And he's showcasing that. And and, and mm-hmm. back to, before we just talk, uh, before we throw it back to, like, the game tonight, like, what I mentioned earlier, when you combine the, or, like, the outward the outpouring of emotion, like, that electricity and the good vibes from Kendrick Bourne and Matt Judon always bouncing off the field and being funny and honest, so direct at the podium and the red sleeves thing that has caught on and, and the way, like, you look at, like, the when they squeaked out that win against uh, the Houston Texans when yeah. they had 80% of a new line and Ted Karras pumping his fist. We used to take, like, if they won by 3 points against the texans at any point during the tom brady era we would have been like well we're not going to super bowl after, after hey dad take us off the season ticket waiting list this isn't fun anymore we're not dominating and now we're back to like hey we won like oh my god guys we, like they won a game they shouldn't have like we've recalibrated mm-hmm. from the departure of brady the emotional abyss that we went into with his departure and the pandemic and then camden's ineffectiveness last year and people telling us that the roster was busted and we We weren't going to be anywhere near competitive, let alone relevant to playoff adjacent years. And to see these guys vibe and gel like this goes back to the 2001 thing. They're a team. They're making signature clutch plays, playing together. Like JC, my buddy, my partner uh, at uh, one of the guys that worked at, at WEI, Andy Hart, said on our radio show Sunday, he said, If the Patriots make a playoff, if they do something special on that, like three games to glory, the story of the 2021 New England Patriots, you'll see in slow mo that play last week against the Titans when Deontay Foreman is running, streaking free again. And we're like, how the hell the banged up Titan who don't even have John, Vlad, Barry, and Fitzy on the offensive line. <laughs> How the frig is this team pulling off another seventy yard run? And when J.C. Jackson, when Mr. Int becomes Mr. Punch it out, knocks it, and Mills just goes right back into like his schoolyard teach, like he goes right back into like grade school education. Stop, drop, <laughs> and roll. Grabs it. Doesn't try to scoop and score. Like yeah. shit, like that. Uh-huh. That's and then you know, then then they then they're all so psyched and they go take a fake picture with each other in the end zone. And um, this Patriot. Team, right now, pick a moment that you remember most on the season. And I'll tell you, I think it's the bench being empty after oh, yes, Kobe. Jacoby Meyer scored his first oh, touchdown. Oh, yes. Against and, the Browns, and When yeah. Kobe got his first tutty um yeah kobe gets a tutty next on fitzy gfy after school special uh (laughs) yeah so kobe gets the touchdown right and the whole bench emptied and there were 50 people in the end zone celebrating i mean that is that is football Is foxborough and family it is so great yeah absolutely
0: it's it's definitely been a a a special season and and it's crazy because we have so many new players on the team like you've been saying and and the way they've gelled and you know rallying to win these games, you know, Um, and and it seems like it's going to continue tonight, you know, with another big, it seems like every week we got like the biggest game of the week, right? This you is. Know? We were
1: just saying that yesterday on the radio, John. I was just yeah. saying, like, um, I was just saying, like, how in the world have the Patriots played five, five of the biggest games of the season? Like, we've gotten to so many certain back points back to back like, against, like, uh-huh. the first one against Miami. Like, well, this is this could be candidate for game of the year. Like, this is Mac Jones versus two, Bama versus Bama. We haven't had Alabama quarterbacks face off against each other in 40 years in the NFL, and you know this is the dawn of Belichick's new era. And then it's like the Brady game. This is the biggest game. Then I'm gonna tell you what, Al. Uh, I looked him in the eye. And he told me this is the biggest game of the year now here's a guy who says this is the biggest game of the year and then they play dallas and that turns out to be one of the games a year and then yep. week after week it's different than when it used to be like who insert team playing the brady-led patriots because that used to always be that team's super bowl so the Pats right. had to be uh-huh. so freaking exhausted by the time they got to december or january because yep. while the jaguars or the colts or the lions the titans and bears Oh my, by the time they had all played the Patriots, right? They had, like, they had played, that was their one Super Bowl of the year. Like, well, we played the Patriots, uh-huh. we played them tough. Friggin' Pats yeah. were playing 12 to 14 Super Bowls before they even got to the postseason.
0: Absolutely. It just was so
1: impressive about that. Unheralded, never-to-be-duplicated double
0: dynastic run. Yeah. No, I mean, we're. I think we're all looking forward to tonight, right? And this right here, because we're recording Monday. This is looking
1: forward to tonight, John. To there's time. a reason why I'm only you know being this? filmed waist up right now. Put it that exactly.
0: way. Exactly. <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> so, well, I mean. I never promised I game, was going to keep it clean, you Barry. You Nothing <laughs> in our exchange said, now, Fitzy, please try to keep it clean. Be an appropriate guest on our no. podcast. This,
0: this is pro man. Fans you're fans you're goods, good. man. you You're good. You know?
1: This People is pro, mean, fa- this is pro fan, immature man sports, right? Here. Exactly,
0: <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, Wait, I
1: can't help I put it, put it, it this way you don't need no little blue pill to get me up and excited for this game. And if it's there for four <laughs> hours or more, I'm not calling a doctor because I understand I'm fired <laughs> up for right? that. Oh, hilarious.
0: man, oh, man,
3: no, that's, but, funny. I mean.
0: What do you you (laughs) think tonight? Obviously, you know we're gonna have to rely rely on the running, right? Oh yeah. Doesn't seem like we're gonna be able to kick, throw, or do any like. It's not going to be a Mac Jones night, right? Even those and Dunks guys, you don't think, you know, right. the short I mean, passes? We, we can get those, you know, but, you know, 20 yards down, 15 yards down, I think that's Yeah, I'm not tonight. expecting that,
1: right. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, if you're going to compare arm strength and who do you think has the greater chance of chucking one to win uh, for a first down or puts put a crooked number on the board, you'd probably say Josh Allen because their wide receivers might be a tick better than the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Diggs obviously being the alpha, being so good and having given the pass fits last year um I'll I'll certainly take Bourne and Myers and our tight ends over theirs but like he gives you the edge over Aguilar and such but it it, God bless eat any team tonight that can like put up a complete 15 or 20 passes if this turns into a passing game somehow and they're able to complete passes uh you know 10 and 15 yards down the field then I'm whistling Dixie man because like that it's 50 60 miles an hour we're talking like Lieutenant Dan atop like the mast of the ship <laughs> in Forest Gump. Like, is that all you got? You sons of it. bitches. Like, it, it's a nightmare out there. It harkens yeah. back to. And we've seen NFL games where quarterbacks throw only like eight, ten passes, and it's just we're gonna. It's miserable. We're, we're, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do we're just gonna crash into you, and you try and stop us, and then you're gonna crash into us, and we'll try to stop you. Like it may just turn into one of those games. Um, and if it's Patriots trying to push the pile against the Bills versus the Bills trying to push the pile, I'll I'll say advantage Patriots, like you said, John, because you know Harris and Ramondre are a little bit better and bigger and badder than you know Moss and Singletary, um, and I. I love our line and there is no better. Uh, third tight end in the NFL, then when Big Mike on Wenyu and all 350 Ooh. pounds of his oh, yeah. Wolverineness comes into the game, like that's how you that's short yardage, and that's how you get it double double animal style. But um, it reminds me of the 2008 game, the the closeout of the 2008 season. Um, that's when the Pats finished up. They got a 13 nothing win 13-0. against the Bills. Yeah, 13 yeah. zero. Yeah, the post blew over. They actually had to use ropes to tie up the goalposts to keep, the goalpost keep, to keep up, them yeah. to keep them straight up.
3: I remember um, that. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's I, I w- it's wild. That, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Because
1: I, I remember watching at this bar that I used to watch at in New York City, and I remember thinking, like, oh, going to go eleven and five, and they're still not gonna make the playoffs. And then we had wow. to rely on the janky ass arm of Brett Favre to try to beat the Dolphins and Chad Pennington, those wildcat MFers, and he couldn't okay. do it, and the Pats got bumped mm-hmm. going eleven and five um yeah and back then it was uh sammy morris and lamont jordan toting the rock i'll take stevenson and harris over jordan oh, and oh for morris sure any day of the week yeah yeah for sure I, mean, I, I, I
0: keep i keep seeing you know uh, national ESPN, all, all these guys talking about how soft the bills are right, right? Are you, are you do you agree with that is there something you said about that see this is
1: the one thing that uh, you know, Pat super fan. I wake up in the morning excited for the next game, uh, stat, tweet, video, whatever. Like I'm always gonna root for them. I always will think that they're gonna win, or at least I, at least I always want them to. But like, I, I can't say with any confidence, like, yeah, they're gonna go out there and kick the crap. We're running this one to seven tonight, bro. Um, right? Because. If you think if you think about it, like um, Buffalo, obviously has not had a great. They were six and one. Now they're seven and four. They lost that game to the Colts, where they got steamrolled. The head scratcher down in Jacksonville, where they had turnovers and turnovers and turnovers, and never got going um that the anomaly of the josh allen sacking josh allen game right um you know they're probably like they they, as much as the patriots want to show hey we're back buffalo tonight is probably going to want to show hey we're you know we're still here like we're you know (laughs) we're everyone yeah we said we were you know uh, the afc runs through orchard park now and uh The Bills are the new force in the AFC East and a perennial threat for the AFC for many years to come. And I feel like they probably feel like they've been getting disrespected being told they're soft, that they, the Patriots are going to come in and push them around tonight. So if you're ever going to see the Bills probably try and play their closest version to the style of football, the Patriots have been playing smash mouth on the D line. You know, they got their D line healthy. Their linebackers are healthy. They have good linebackers. Uh, This is why it sucks that you can't throw tonight because you can't pick on their slow corners uh, with the Patriots intermediate passing game with the 50-mile-an-hour wins. So I think Buffalo's going to try and come out and prove a point tonight that they're equally as strong in the run, good run-defending team, and that they can play smash-mouth football when they need to. So I would not be surprised if they try and play Patriots football. If only the Pats could surprise them and throw the ball more, but, you know, what are you going to do when the wind blows this way in one play, that way in the other, and then swirls around like this on the third? (laughs) You know, I don't think there is, long long answer short, I don't think they're as soft as people People say they are john but um you know maybe yeah w- they haven't tried to play this kind of game for four quarters which is exactly what the patriots are built for so you know uh damn it's gonna be a tight one it is it's gonna be it, will be. it does has the chance to like it does have a chance to be like epic for the ages like immediate rebroadcast nfl film stuff i yeah. i don't i don't see it being no, a was, blowout one way or another
2: no me either I, yeah i, I think it's definitely I kinda wish we were doing this podcast the day after the game, um, just cause I, I think this is one of the biggest game of the year for the for both teams, you know. Yeah. So I think it there's a lot of playoff implication and seeding um implication that goes into this game. So and I know I mean, right now we're being very positive because the team is doing so good and they're such a winning streak. Um, How do you feel if the team actually loses this game? I mean, if we lose this game, if we lose this game, we'll be in fifth place in the AFC. uh, And... It's 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 just we're not sure what this is that's gonna mean. So what do you what do you think about that?
1: It's it's this is what this is what makes this such great theater because it's a referendum game for both teams. Buffalo wants to prove they still are they still the top dog in the AFC East after just what but one year stealing it back from the Patriots, right? They mm-hmm. think they're they think they're awesome. They think they think they got this. They've looked a little soft. They've been criticized a ton in recent weeks. So now they want to come back and and they want to show everybody who's boss and who better to beat than the team that oppressed them for twenty years who they took the crown from last year. And in the first game, they didn't exactly like steal it from them. Rather, they kind of like stole rather they didn't they didn't like they didn't bludgeon them. Rather, they did that in the second game of Monday Night football. But like that late cam fumble was killer because Pats could have won that game. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a referendum game for Buffalo. They want to win it. If they lose, they dropped a seven and five. And then next week they go to Tampa. And they play their other former oppressor of the past two decades. (laughs) My my money is on Brady in that one. So Buffalo could drop Uh to seven and six, Vlad, which could be insane for them. Like to go from like Josh Allen, MVP candidate, contending for the top spot in the AFC to like maybe not even in the playoff picture uh, a week and a half before Christmas. And like you said, for the Pats, check these numbers out. Um, If the Patriots win the game tonight and they remain as the number one seed, or rather, in first place overall, they'd go to nine and four in the AFC with four games left. According to insert name of uh, you know, Super turbo nerds, statistical football <laughs> factory here, they'd have a 46% chance from what I read from Ryan Hannibal at WEI, they'd have a 46% chance of being the top seed, right? And like a nine, 80 something percent chance of winning the AFC. Like you said, they lose tonight, they drop all the way from first in the conference fifth. Now, the game against Buffalo later becomes more must winish. Now, you start. Starting to get a little Uh palm sweaty uh, and a little antsy pantsy about the game against the Colts on the 18th. Uh And now they have like a less than 10% chance of being the number one seed and taking the conference. So this game is freaking huge for in so many ways. And also for the Patriots and Bill Belichick on top of like all the statistical, you know, configurations and, you know, early December play uh, potential playoff seating. We're talking about Belichick wanting to show them like, Hey, guess what? Um, you know, I know you guys got the best of me last year. Well, I rebuilt my team. I'm coming up here and I'm taking back what's mine. And he'll do it with his quintessential Bill Belichick style of football. And the, yeah, the Patriots want to prove tonight with Mac Jones... This is not a streak that was based off of solely playing the Jets and a bunch of teams that were lacking playmakers 1, 2, and 3. We can beat anyone, anywhere, with any style of football. Buffalo, you want to play tough? You say you're the baddest team in the division. We got the Red Sleeves. We got the McCorkle. Here we go.
2: Completely, you know, I completely agree, and I think, I think for me it's been – I've been looking forward to this game because I feel though A lot of the teams that the pitchers have played have either been missing players or just right. Um, their some of their important players are just not playing. In this game, the Bills have all their players, so I was really looking for this game. But now we have modern nature interrupting with the game, so I'm I'm right. trying to imagine yeah. like how much stock am I gonna put into this game. I mean, I'm sure it's going to, obviously it's going to mean a lot whoever wins this game, but is it going to tell me how good the Patriots are or how good the Bills are um, as far as, you know, who's, who's the top dog in the AFC or the AFC East for that matter?
1: Yeah, this game in just one half day's time, thanks to Mother Nature, uh, you know, de- deciding to attend Monday Night Football, making herself uh, the fourth guest on the Manning cast on ESPN2. <laughs> this game literally just went from this game, and it's a, that's a fun one, too, although I don't think I can watch it. I'm going to be so hyper-focused on the game. I don't think I can do Peyton, Eli, and as much as I'd like to watch them with David Letterman or Aqib Tlaib, they're, uh, they're going to be the guests tonight. Like, I, I just, I got to be focused on the game at hand. I might have, um, have that
2: on the second screen or something. I if they
1: win, you know what? If they win, if they win, I'll go back and watch it cuz somebody'll upload the whole thing on YouTube yeah. and I'll go back and
2: watch it. Right, if they,
1: right. And if they lose, fuck that noise. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So uh yeah, I mean, it, literally, this game just went from like, can Josh Allen lead the Buffalo Bills back atop where they say they rightfully belong? Can Bill Belichick and Mac Jones prove that the AFC East is theirs once again, and they're not—they're more a team of destiny and effort than luck and happen chance. All the way down to like. Who can survive this friggin' windstorm? That's yeah. it. It literally is just gonna be who's not gonna throw a stupid pick? Who's who can actually make a kick? And who's not gonna put the ball on the ground and can actually get get, you know, net positive yards in the storm oh. of the century? It's wild, but that's how they roll. Right. I mean, we used to think it's funny because we used to think that we could control the weather, thanks to ernie Adams um and all of the <laughs> all the special operations at Gillette Stadium. But now that ernie's retired, obviously Bill has a little bit less control of the elements, so but if there were John, like you said, if there were the kind of circumstances or elements that you would think would favor the Patriots. It's definitely this over like sunny and 72 in Malibu, you know, for Josh Allen to just pick the pats apart. Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: No, absolutely. Uh, Definitely agree with you on that. Um, I mean, I don't know. I I feel as though with this game, it's more, it's important for both, but it's more important for the bills than for the Patriots. Just because like, I've been really thinking that it's like, okay, Buffalo, you finally have a good team. You got some talent on both ends of the ball. Yep. Uh, you, you know, you're, you're, you know, on paper and talent wise, better than the Patriots, like it, it, pretty much. So it's like, if you can't beat them now, if you're not going to be better than them now, then when? If not now, when? It, to me, it's now or never for, for the Buffalo Bills. I just feel as though if they can't still beat the Patriots, even with the, you know, rookie quarterback. You know, the Patriots having a brand new roster with all the free agents that they picked up. Uh, you know, and, and, and a lot of guys, you know, being in their first year on the team, it, 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 it's like, if you know, it, it feels as though, like, if, if the Buffalo can't beat them tonight, then I don't think they're ever going to, you know, beat the Patriots and win the division and be, um, you know, ahead of them in the AFC. Uh Now I wanted to
1: ask. Yeah, you, no, uh, you're, you're right. All the pressure, all the pressure barriers on Josh Allen and the bills tonight, because mm-hmm. like I said, their, their schedule is more daunting immediately and, you know, dropping to seven and six and like saying that they were, they had arrived and the division was theirs and him being an MVP candidate. Like if they mm-hmm. falter now to the Patriots, then it just proves Belichick was as much as part of the system and success as Brady was over the past two decades plus and the the AFC East will almost be locked up by the Pats at this point save for you know some sort of horrendous turnaround um and 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 as far as the Patriots go like yeah a win tonight would be huge because there were some like we said earlier some missteps in games that should have won like the first one against Miami but mm-hmm. you know look how far they've come they're already playing past ex- expectations we're not in house money territory but if if this one goes down to like you know 16-13 bills or like 17-16 bills in they squeak out a miraculous last-second victory. It's not going to be like, yeah, we told you. Yeah, it'll be like, yeah, it's a huge win for them. But the Patriots will prove that they can hang with them, and that it, they took just a year to be able to reconfigure and rebuild the team. And Mac Jones, I mean, yeah, great. You know what tonight is? A great test to see what this kid can do. Is he adv- as advanced? Is he as smart? Is he as capable? As everyone has said, I think the answer to that is yes. I think he's kind of he's kind of psychotic. He's mostly unflappable. He's highly emotional, and he's very studied. Um, that's my he's my mm-hmm. kind of maniac. I I I think this will be another great opportunity for him. Sure, he didn't play in elements like this in Alabama, but high leverage, high pressure situations is what this kid craves. And what better place than the zombie holocaust that is you know, <laughs> bu- Buffalo and the Bills Mafia screaming down and throwing dildos at him. <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah, I know those people are pretty insane. I know I've uh, a couple years ago, went to um a Bills-Pats game in Buffalo, and, uh, yeah, I saw firsthand how rowdy and how hostile of an uh, environment playing in that oh, game yeah. and how tough it is to play, you know, over there for, you know, the opposing team.
1: Nothing um, like it. One of the, the great environments of the really NFL, cool. for sure, yeah, it yeah. It is,
3: absolutely, absolutely. You're like a big NFL football fan. Definitely would suggest and recommend going to see a game there if you do get that opportunity to, to go without question. I also wanted to ask, um how good of a job do you think, uh, you know, Belichick and McDaniels have done with Mac Jones, you know, from now compared to the beginning of the year when it seemed like they were kind of, like, protecting him and hold, holding him back, and now they're, so, you know, being more... Um, you know, more lenient and, and, and kind of opening up, the, you know, the playbook with him. Uh, what are your thoughts on that?
1: It, you know, it was frustrating for fans during the, well, you know, well, well, Michael, uh, we're holding you back because it's for your own good phase of the season because we wanted to see we, – we had confidence in Mac. We wanted to see them try, the, try to throw the ball downfield. We were all yelling, like, come on, let Mac cook. Well, you know The kid can obviously throw. Look how good he was when he had to throw the ball like 40 times the first week against Miami. Come on, let's go. And they needed to put some points on the board. Uh but you know, I'm a long-term believer in Belichick um, and McDaniel's. I think Belichick, while well, McDaniels sometimes calls a few too many third and twos to Brandon Bolden for my liking. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I know, I know. Seriously, I can just, for I can, real. we can all hear the collective screams at the bar and the bur- <laughs> the burning clicktivation on Twitter of just like, oh, McDaniel's. Um, but you know, I think he does it, like. I think they've like he's like you heard early on like how smart Mac Jones was and how they saw it like they were like linked it was like you know they were hive mind like perfect extension of how McDaniels thinks offense you know you, you can't argue with the success like it's proof it's proving on the it's proving out on the field every you know one Sunday at a time I think they've done an awesome job developing Mac Jones Um, but he was the perfect candidate for their system and for Patriots football so you know I don't care that they didn't leap up to draft him that they slow played it and their hand played out perfectly uh, you You know, NFL draft poker style on draft night. Um, Mac Jones was the right guy for them the whole time. I'm sure they was in love with him as we are now. And they have to appreciate just how good a fit he is for their offense and the way they like to play Patriots football. And just in general, like not only, okay. Yeah. That maybe they could have thrown the ball a little bit more early in the season, but here we are no arguing with the results or success that the team has experienced and the joy we're having as fans again. But Mm -hmm. when you think about, you think about like the off season that they had and the way that the uncharacteristically aggressive free agency period worked out and the draft they had, I mean, seriously like oh, we're yeah. talking we're talking like offensive rookie of the year candidate uh probably clubhouse leader at the point you know Barmore oh, yeah. he won't win defensive rookie of the year that's going to go to micah he's parsons in dallas but he's definitely in the conversation yeah. i mean oh, name yeah. another name another defensive lineman of any age or repute or size that was quadruple teamed last week i mean my god this that kid is crazy. a kid <laughs> is insane. a force right. he is a force uh, and then oh, yeah. you look at uh, Hunter Henry and Matt Judon and Kendrick Bourne and Jalen Mills and bringing back Teddy Karras, whose insertion back into the starting lineup has been one of the secret keys of success for the Patriots over the past two months. And you're talking mm-hmm. Belichick getting coach of the year and executive of the year. Like, like I said, like, it's all oh, yeah. coming back together. Like these, sometimes you just look at things and this is just like, this is chocolate and peanut butter with some, you know, like crunched up potato chips on top. Like you never thought it would work <laughs> together, but man, some yep. tastes were just meant to go together.
0: Absolutely. Oh yeah. We, we, we got a couple minutes left. We fit um, do you have a prediction for tonight's games? Like as far as score wise,
1: uh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to stick with my original prediction. I have no idea how we're going to get there. I'm going to stick with Patriots 23 Buffalo 20, H- how anyone gets that, how anyone, you know, Takes it from the red area into the six-point house tonight. You know, your guest, John, is as good as mine. I have no idea, but um, you know, I, I I was raised watching sports where uh, people doing amazing things wearing red, white, and blue uniforms up near Buffalo or around Lake Placid believed in an accomplished miracle. So, if the Patriots can score more points than the Bills tonight, then it'll be it'll be nothing short of incredible. And um, I know they're out, Kyle Duggar. They elevated J- uh, some some safety from the practice squad, and and Jamie Collins is back tonight, and his athleticism. Yeah will be necessary mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah Buffalo, you know, like you said, you're going to get everything and then some from Buffalo. And if this Patriots team is more than just like a feel good story. And if they've more than just started to come back, if they're here to stay once again, then um, no better place for them to show it the same way. Buffalo wants to show that they're the top dog in the AFC East. That's my, I can't wait for you guys to freezing cold, take that. And when it's like Buffalo 37 Patriots
0: three, like man,
1: Fitzy told oh, us 23, 20, <laughs> that's son of a bitch.
0: Let's go back to the team. You know? um, yeah. Uh, again, th- thank you for coming on ProFan Sports. But I think you know it's important for us to to know like how how'd you get started? You know on the path that you're in right now. You know, Patriots, Su Fan, right, right, everywhere, man. But how how'd you get started on the on this path that you are on? I
1: uh, I mean it, the it there's a longer story to it, but basically it, it just became, I've been a I've been a fan my whole life. I'm originally from the South shore. I was raised like most kids in and around Boston are on a heavy diet of sports and, uh, you know, bad jokes and inappropriate language. And, uh, I have a filmmaker's background. Uh, my parents are both in theater, so I like to perform and I like filmmaking. I love creating content and being a part of it as well. Uh, I've been blessed to be around a lot of really talented, forward thinking, open-minded, funny people my whole life. And about 15 years ago, when YouTube kind of started being a thing one of my best friends um said hey you know we should start like a youtube channel but let's just take some of these little stand-up comedy bits you do as this fitzy character and like throw them up there and see what people say about it um and i was you know i was grinding and looking to make my way uh in some creative capacity, but I always knew I wanted it to be about something that I was impassioned about as opposed to some old bullshit that maybe could go viral or I could make, you know, make a buck on and uh, it was doing okay, it was doing okay. And then I started ta- talking more patriots. It caught on, it became a thing. And as as the years have gone on from the original, you know, like foul mouth webcast that I did w- when it was much more in character, um, the identity of the way that I perform has evolved. So now it's more of a nickname than it is like the hardcore super diehard Mouthy, towny, motherfucker. Um, And that was fun when it was as much a satire and love letter to what the Boston sports superfan is which I still am, um, but I don't always talk that way. I'll bust it out for satirical sake every now and again, but now it's more of a nickname. And as you've seen, the content has evolved and yeah. those the cats uh-huh. fans video series for years, because I'm, you know, I'm a dad now myself. And I like the, you know, the dad jokes and the puns and the quick liners and quick hitters and all that nonsense factors in. And then as new technologies become available, you realize what you can do in a shorter amount of time, not just in the negative dead sea of Twitter, but like on Instagram and TikTok and I do Facebook Live. So what? whatever portal or application is available, a tailgate um, inside the stadium, since I do have, I'm blessed enough to work for the Patriots and represent Crafts Awesome Football. Team, um, Instagram, quick TikToks, uh, you know, a smart ass tweet with a hashtag, however it's, uh, I can possibly connect to inform, and, you know, heavens forbid, entertain people. That's how I try and stay current. Don't ask me what I think of the new Taylor Swift album, because I'm not going to sit through all 10 (laughs) minutes of the song where she drags Jake Gyllenhaal, but like, if I need to sit down and learn a new algorithm, a code, or a technology so that I can continue doing what I do, which is like hanging out, talking with you guys, or just represented the twisted, half-inebriated, like-minded super fans of Pat's Nation, I'm all
0: for it. Sir, no, for that's sure. awesome, that's awesome.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, no facts, sure is. That's a cool uh, story, you know, thanks for with that with us. Appreciate it. I wanted to... Ask who are your top five all time pitch would you have on that list?
1: Uh oh that's probably I think that would be uh Brady. Uh-huh. Bronk, uh-huh. Bledsoe, Coates, I think Vinatieri, just for making the kick.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, I kind of I think
1: I I uh, yeah, cuz I one. I can't say Stanley Morgan because yes I watched him growing up. I'm not going to say Easton or Tony Collins. John Hanna, you know, is arguably the I- I- inarguably in the top 5 Patriots of all time, but I'm not going to say like, "Yeah, when I was a 2-year-old, I used to always be like, look at that hog Hannah. look at his technique. Nobody gets their hands up higher. He's the greatest guy out of all time." Uh. Awesome, but like the ones that have delivered the most thrills for me. It's Brady. It's Gronk. Um, Even though, you know, Gronk still pisses me off for the way he kind of went about his departure and uncoupling from his. But uh-huh. You know, I, I I get the way it goes, and I'll, I'll I'll appreciate it more afterwards. But like Troy Brown would like to enter the chat. He's definitely he's definitely in there. Um, mm-hmm. But like I'm I mean honestly, like nothing made me happier than when the Patriots went blood soda coats in the '90s. That's the original Brady DeGronk. Gronk. Um, that connection is, was just unstoppable. Those were those were the joy I got out of Sundays for so long. Um, I could have said Edel, maybe Edelman or Weckler, uh, Wes Weckler, as uh, Mayor Menino <laughs> once called him. Um, and. <laughs> Uh, but like no, it was yeah Brady and Gronk, uh, Bledsoe and Coats, and then Vinatieri for the win. Just because, like, I mean, like uh, honestly, save save for the entire like no other moment in my life produced so much single instantaneous joy save for the birth of my two kids and made maybe meet, meeting my wife then Vinatieri's first kick in Super Bowl 36 and for that alone the guy always the, the guy will get you know have, he'll have my
0: respect and fandom forever absolutely I think, I think absolutely. that's the quickest top five we've ever had on this show so that, that was pretty awesome too. speaking of Vinatieri i I've been in a couple kicker arguments. Like, as I saw a, a platform posted, uh, Justin Tucker as the greatest kicker of all time. I'm like, oh man, he's pretty it, good. Vin- I mean, he's pretty good, he's but I'm like, Ah, man, you know, in we terms saw of Vinatieri just like for a long time.
1: Yeah, Levin has got him in longevity right now. Yeah. Um, and it's in not race, about Tucker making the longest yeah, you kick. Know? Yeah, he missed a couple, you know, he missed a few kicks in his day too. And obviously, yep. you know, his career's, you know, spanned literally three decades and like four. Decades, I almost know three decades, but you know, Parcel says he was uh, a football player first then a kicker. Um, yeah. You know, he didn't have to be the great, you know, like he didn't have to go down as the greatest kicker of all time. He's the most clutch kicker of all time. Yeah. And no one else is sure. can say they won two, two Super Bowls, you know, on their leg when it mattered most in the final seconds of the biggest game in American sports. So. You know, that, that's fine. I, I don't need him to be, you know, that's, it's all good. I You know, like chasing goats and the status and title doesn't really do much for me. Like, like I said, like Troy Brown, he's never going to be remembered as like the greatest, you know, utility receiver of all time. But I'll, I can tell you, he's one of the greatest football players I ever watched. Because Absolutely. in addition to being uh-huh. a deep threat and a slot receiver, he was clutch. He had amazing hands, punt return, special teams. And oh, by the way, when the Patriots were down a cornerback and someone had to cover Terrell Owens in a freaking Super Bowl, Troy Brown said, I'm in coach. Like that's... That's that is a, the game. Put me in.
0: Right. No, he's Fitzy, the man. ultimate true Patriot. That's right. Hell Fitzy, yeah, boys. Appreciate you coming on Pro Fan yes. Sports Podcast, man. It's been, it's been a blast talking to you. We appreciate the work that you're doing. And we're definitely following on social media, man. So appreciate you and enjoy the game tonight. I know you, you, you will. Y-
1: you guys too. Absolutely. Go, Wait. Pat. You can follow me at Fitzy Gfy across all the socials. Little uh, NBC Sports Boston on Wednesdays. WEEI on Fridays and Sundays. Um, and it's a pleasure to be here, and let's catch up again, end of season, pre-playoffs, postseason, whatever works for you guys, and until then, drink up, God bless, and go Pats, huh?
2: awesome oh, Pat. Yes, sir go Pats, let's
3: baby. go let's go <laughs> on. LFG. That's let's right. go that's right let's hey. go yeah that's right that's right the coming on appreciate it Sweet. all right guys Great yeah, absolutely. we awesome. love to have you back sure man we'll, we'll definitely get you back on here soon
1: absolutely awesome and until then uh like yeah enjoy enjoy the ride guys enjoy I'm the excited. ride oh, enjoy the should. ride definitely. you See know don't do, i mean we we had that we had no one had it better for 20 years and we got another taste of it and we're the most spoiled people in the world but I have to remind myself Um, you never know when it comes to an end, but at the same time, I'm a Pats fan. I ain't apologizing for shit!
3: Hell <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Tell him All right, that
1: shit that Later guys, go Pats. me. Yes,
0: so. sir,
3: have a good night, take you care, too. enjoy the game. You too. Nice. That Fitzy awesome. man,
0: that was a super fan, the Patriots super fan. So like he yes, said, sir. man, you guys should follow him on all social media, all fronts. It's uh, Fitzy, F-I-T-Z-Y-G-F-Y. So at Fitzy G-F-Y man, we got a lot of great content on him. and obviously we'll bring him back on the show, you know, when we make the playoffs and we'll talk about that. You know what I mean? But also make sure you're following us on all social media platforms. We're at at ProFanSports on every platform other than IG, and on IG it's at ProFans underscore sports. So, you know mean, you see what we're doing. Make sure you liking the videos, yes, sharing the videos, you know, commenting. Um, That makes sure that other people like you, like yourself, gets the videos, you know what I mean? Help us, yeah. support us. We're trying to get out there too, like, you know what I'm saying?
3: Yes, sir, yes, sir, absolutely. Trying to get on this level and, you know, and, and get to where he's at for sure, right? Definitely subscribe to the channel and um, yeah, and, and keep supporting and, 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 and watching the content. We appreciate all you guys that, you know, watch each and every week. um you know and we bet we're going to keep bringing these you know big time guests like we have um you know been doing as as of late so uh yeah good thanks everyone for for and yeah it, 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 and uh yeah let's keep this thing going guys like we yeah. had the perfect guest tonight Um, You know, right before this game, I was a really good person to have uh, right before this big um, pass-bills game um, on Monday night.
0: Yes, sir, man. And until next time, we'll holler at y'all. Peace out. Peace. Have a good week,
3: everyone. See y'all next week. Go Pat.